Hello, Kurt Moreland, associate publisher with Incident Prevention, back for another installation of new products and innovative solutions in the market. You know, in the past, I've been focusing on different products, but this is something a little new. For the first time, I'm actually gonna be focusing on a facility. I'm here live at the new Terex facility that opened up in May, 2020. It's right off of Highway 29 in Watertown, South Dakota, just about 90 miles north of Sioux Falls. And I'm here with Joe Kaywood. If you've never met Joe, Joe's one of the nice, nice guys in our industry. So thanks for taking time. We're in your facility here. Tell us a little bit about it and how it, how it evolved. Uh, first of all, we appreciate you coming up and visiting us. As we talked about, we had big plans uh, for grand opening and then dang COVID got in our way. But the good news is we've been staying busy here in South Dakota. We've been really focused on making sure that we're working safe, building trucks to support the safe work practices of our electric utility industry, something that we all count on every day. And so, yeah, this is great. Uh, the utilities portion of Terex is extremely important. And uh, Terex has made a substantial investment that you saw that uh, supports our electric utility industry. And that's building a state-of-the-art manufacturing facility just off Interstate 29. If you're ever going through this part of the country, you can see it right from the interstate. And what's uh, really good for us, it's combined. You know, we, we're a business that goes back to the, to the very beginning, the very first Digger Derricks, the very first people to put fiberglass booms on bucket trucks. So you can imagine, is if you've grown since the 1940s, uh, it was a perfect opportunity for us to consolidate into one facility, bring all of our workforce together here in Watertown as well as our uh, plant in Huron that, again, stays in Huron and builds the fabrications and ships them up here, and we assemble and install, and that final truck rolls out of Watertown. I'm talking a little bit too much about you, but it's exciting because it's all in one, and it allows us to really you know, take that next step forward with how we work safely every day, our zero harm mantra, you know, who we're all about, and uh, also be more efficient to get our trucks to our customers. Absolutely, and I just got done taking a tour of your facility, and it is absolutely beautiful, it's high tech, it's a turnkey solution. Yeah, you guys have put a lot of thought into quality and safety. So a lot of people may know about Terex, the bucket trucks, but a lot of people may not know about Terex and their commitment to safety and safety causes. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. So let's first talk about zero harm. What, what is that and how did that come into play? Sure. I think as you know, especially in our industry, is that uh, focus on safety and going home the same way you came to work every day is the foundation of everything we do. You see it with our customers, the electric utility industry, and you see it with us. Uh, just this week, social media, I think it was AEP, had the big, you know, somebody took a picture of a sign outside one of their generation plants. Your family's expecting you home tonight. You know, it's just that same thing as it's about everything we do. And you have to have that foundation in place or nothing else matters. And that, that's the focus and the commitment and the journey we're on at Terex. That sounds fantastic. Now, uh, a few weeks back, I was at Lineman's Rodeo. And uh, uh, somebody there told me that you guys have actually developed, I'm just going to call it the safety truck, a truck that focuses or I should say promotes the, the safety features of your aerial trucks. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So the idea was is uh, we, you know, we just came off of Utility Expo the first time we all got together as an industry in Louisville, Kentucky here about a month ago. 
And we always take concept vehicles, new technology, just to engage with the, our customers in the industry. So what we decided to do this year, we said, let's incorporate about every idea we have around technology or products that f support safe work practices. Let's put them on a truck and let's just have it there so we can walk around. And actually, it was a hit. It really was interesting because there's some things that have been around for a while that you take for granted and you think everybody knows about. Not everybody knows about it, as well as some things that are brand new. And so we partnered with other customers. And so then that truck now is, is still here and we're using it to, you know, continue to spread the word about ideas and concepts and just kind of prime the pump to have some great conversations. That sounds great. Now, anybody who follows my podcast knows that I love to travel and that uh, I love a good uh, animal encounter story. Now, I understand that uh, your hobby is you're a rancher. Is that true? That's true. Okay. Well, now, my wife and I have just started watching the show Yellowstone, and uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Anybody who likes the outdoors is going to like that show. Tell me a little bit about uh, if any of that in Yellowstone is true, and tell me a little bit more about you being a rancher and a, and a good animal encounter story. <laughs> Sounds good. So... I, I'm, I'm busy ranching on the weekend, so I don't have time to watch Yellowstone. So, <laughs> but, uh, so I don't know if I can compare it. But the cool thing about Yellowstone, that's just filmed right over the hill on the Montana side. Really? Of uh, where, where our ranch is located in Idaho. So we're, just, we're on the Idaho side. So technically, we do the real ranching over where I'm at. And then they just shoot the movies on the other side. Any Kevin Castor sightings? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. Not yet, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right, but if you're a rancher, I'm sure you've had some animal encounter stories. We've had a lot. We've had a lot. You asked for one of the interesting ones. So where our ranch is located, uh, think big mountains, think river valleys, and the valley kind of squeezes down there, so it's a natural animal corridor. So we got everything traveling through our place from moose, bear, mountain lion, you know, all the deer and elk and everything, you name it. But probably the, the most interesting encounters we have are with mountain lions. And uh, we got lots of them. Uh, usually my boys are involved in them. Uh, hopefully I don't offend anybody, but a lot of times it's when uh, they're killing stuff. And so you kind of got to get, get rid of them. And so, again, uh, work with the fishing game and, you know, with the hunting seasons and try to get them out of the gene pool so that, you know, the mountain lions are living up in the mountains where they're supposed to and they're not down there in the valley killing stuff. Now, have you seen or have your kids seen a mountain lion? I mean, I've read like these scary stories of where like a mountain lion has almost carried uh, off a, a little kid. Oh, yeah. Um, I had an incident one. I was actually, uh, I, I shot it out of my office window because it had come in there and uh, we were losing some livestock and it had decided that it was... Uh, Wait, it came in your house? No, no. Oh, okay. Well, it was like... Ah, 30, 40 feet from my house. Oh, okay. So right. shot it out of my office window. <laughs> I'd say that it was getting pretty close. As long as we don't offend animal rights folks, because uh, we got a healthy population. There's a bunch of them. Fishing Game does a good job managing them. Uh, some of them just have forgotten they're supposed to be mountain lions. That's good. That's good to know. But any, any like, really where, where they got close to you or you got close to them? I mean, that was pretty close oh, yeah. in the building, but I mean, yep. my boys, were your horses? Oh, yeah. We, we have them right around there. And so the, 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 when your hair stands up on your neck is when you've walked out someplace during the winter, you know, when there's snow on the ground. And then when you come back and you see where a mountain lion's walked in your tracks following you and you never even knew they were there. When you're walking on a horse or you're walking on the ground? <laughs> walking on the ground. <laughs> that would be pretty scary. How big are their paws? 
Prince. I mean, it's hard to describe it, but so uh, a big mountain lion where we're at, um, you know, the average person, if you'd kind of just put your knuckles back a little bit and put your hand down on your ground, you know, about that size. Okay. I hear they've got yep. pretty big paws. <laughs> they do, yep. They're cool animals. We're big animal advocates, support a lot of wildlife on our ranch, but we do have some problems with mountain lions. <laughs> That's some cool stories. All right, well, we're going to get a little bit back to business with Terex. Now, also at the trade shows recently, I believe at Utility Expo, and I know for sure Lineman's Rodeo, you were collecting signatures for um, breast cancer awareness or contributions. Tell yep. me a little yep. bit about that because that's, that's a, a safety feature as well or, or shows that you guys are, are conscious. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to share it with you. So we started digging for a cure. So we kicked it off a few years ago. And uh, the idea was, let's engage as an industry, let's do it during the month of October, and let's just, you know, use an opportunity to have folks uh, sign a banner, and then ultimately we make contributions, and then one of our rental partners, Scott Powerline, stepped up and they said, you know what, this is a great cause, we'll match it. So we generate money for the Susan uh, Komen Foundation Great Plains here in South Dakota. Uh, Scott Powerline does something likewise down in Monroe, Louisiana. Um, so, as you know, many of us have been touched by it. My wife's a breast cancer survivor. Um, so, you know, I've kind of gone through it firsthand and have the utmost admiration for uh, folks that are affected by it, as well as, you know, a lot of people in Tarek. So we've continued with it. We've got Digging for a Cure this year. We did a big uh, wrap on a digger derrick. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, we exceeded the engagement and signatures we got at the International Linesman Rodeo at the uh, Utility Expo. And then the other cool thing is other industry partners are jumping on board. So there's other companies that are just saying, hey, we're on. And uh, what you probably might have saw down at Utility Expo, if you walked around, you're starting to see a lot of pink augers. Yes. And so all those pink augers uh, started with that idea. So it's been pretty cool and uh, something we plan to continue and uh, continue to invest in our communities with cancer awareness and uh, helping those folks that are affected by it. That's amazing. Yeah, and I went up to give money. I thought like you signed, yep. <laughs> and, and then I was going to give like a cash donation, yeah, and they yeah. were like, "No, we're giving the money. We just need your signature." Yeah, I was yep. like, "Wow, that's like the easiest thing you can yep, do." Yep, very cool. So yeah, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, is uh, we're going to have to start to think how we start to do things like that virtual, even get more, make some bigger contributions. Yeah, that's a great idea. And then uh, back uh, to Terex, what kind of technology do you guys have? Uh, or can you share any plans for 2022? Sure, sure, you bet. Um, one thing is, I guess I got to hit on is we're right. really excited about the year we just came off of. We introduced more new products and technology than any time in our history. And a lot of those focused on things that help us to all work safer every day. Uh, so that uh, pipeline is loaded and we're continuing to develop. Uh, some of the things that you're going to see in 2022 are things on trucks that continue to help you. Things like that are positive attachment lanyard device. You know, that's a seatbelt version that tells you if your lanyard's not connected to remind you. You're going to see an advancement with our load alert system. So again, you know, helping to support that we're using the equipment properly and what we're lifting for bucket capacities and jib capacities. So we'll be talking about that in 2022. Uh, a lot of that focuses on just making even simpler and easier just so it can become natural with how the operators are using the equipment. And then we're doing a lot of things on the other side uh, through our portal 
that just makes when you have anything related to the equipment, whether it's you know service parts or anything, but even right down to safety. So in our industry, if we ever do issue safety bulletins on equipment, make it really easy for people to log in, look at their equipment, see them, and uh, so we can help the, to uh, you know if we, if we do have those, to quickly get them resolved. That sounds really good. One other thing I was going to mention um, about um, in research for this interview, I spent a little time on your website, and there, there's actually a landing page for on your website for uh, women who work at Terex. Yes. So yep. Terex is, is very involved in that area, too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the way you're specifically looking at it is you need a diverse work group to really ultimately, you know, come together, be balanced, and make the right decisions, and really take any business forward. So diversity and inclusion is a big focus at Terex. Uh, one thing that I always look at is pretty interesting is the team I lead. Majority of the team is, uh, you know, female, so it's a very, very diverse group. So at Terex, you know, we just see the good business sense in it and uh, definitely have those initiative in places to support women and minorities. And uh, we're always uh, hiring and always looking for, uh, you know, good, competent people as well. That sounds great. Yeah, um, our, our company, Utility Business Media, is uh, woman-owned by Carla Hausch, mm -hmm. so yep. uh, we definitely understand that. Um, so then I was also going to ask you a little bit about uh, if people want to see your safety truck with the truck with the safety features on it, how can they get in contact with you? What's the best way for them to reach out to you? You know, actually the easiest thing would probably be just go out to our website, uh, www.terex.com backslash utilities. Basically just get to the utilities page that has bucket trucks and digger derricks on it. And there's just a contact us form. Fill that out, and uh, that'll that'll get get it, and we'll be able to get in touch with you. Uh, it's like anything else; we organize it with our commercial sales team, and uh, using that truck to get out and about across the U.S. Yeah, and you do you have your you have your own sales staff and and distributors too, or how yep. do you how do you work you, that? You bet. Yeah, so um, we're we basically have a large direct sales force, but we also supplement that with some dealer. Uh, in certain areas that just, you know, we've been with for a long time that do a great job for us. And then the other avenue that's really grown in our industry are rental partners. That You know, that sounds great. I'm going to touch on something that's going on in the news right now, which is um, the supply chain. Yep. yep. And one of the things that I was impressed with is that you guys do a lot of your own manufacturing. So um, supply chain, you guys seem like you might be set up um, better adapted. Yep. For so, supply chain. Uh, interesting ask that question. So during, you know, all of the supply chain challenges we're living with and COVID and all those implications, we definitely saw benefits of decisions we've made to have vertical integration as well as a U.S.-based supply chain. So, you know, I talked about earlier, you know, we've been around since the 40s. And as we've grown up, we've grown those U.S. supply chains in our area. So as an example, majority of our stuff comes within a couple hundred miles. You stretch out 400 miles, you get 90% plus of our supply chain comes right here locally. So with that, as we've gone through COVID, we've seen a lot of benefits because one is we're usually their number one customer. And then two is we're not having to deal with ports, we're not having to deal with containers. So our basic philosophy is if you can source it and buy it locally and in the U.S., we're going to do that. And then you only have to chase a short list of stuff that you just can't get here. That sounds really good. 
Well, Joe, thanks again for being our guest here on the podcast, and uh, thanks again for a tour. Uh, I was really impressed with touring your new facility. Can can utility safety managers and utility fleet managers can they can they come out and take the tour too? You bet. We'd love to have them. Uh, we you know it's been kind of nice as some of the restrictions and company policies are changing. We've definitely seen an uptick with customers coming to visit us. But we'd love to have you come on up to South Dakota. Yeah, I would recommend it. Then you can see firsthand the yep, quality definitely. and the safety that they they've put into place. So. Thanks again to Joe Kaywood, and it's great here to be at Terex with another episode of our podcast. And this is Kurt Moreland, Associate Publisher of Incident Prevention, just reminding you all to roll safe out there. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to hear more of our podcasts, go to our website at incident-prevention.com slash podcast to get more. Or search Incident Prevention wherever you get your podcasts from. Until next time, stay safe.